The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the Six Talk Podcast Network. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Well, here we go. Our first episode, finally, of the new year on this Wednesday evening, January the 29th, 2020. 2020! Woohoo! This is... Anime Roundtable, version 2.0, episode number 16, 16 of the Six Talk Era. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions or flames, because um, hate mail is fun sometimes, you can hit us up on the socials. We're on Twitter, at Anime Roundtable, all one word. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram too, at Anime Roundtable. I was happy to Which, get that one. Yeah. Does it even get updated? Mm-hmm. Hardly. <laughs> you know, once every year, two yeah. years. You it's know? bad that I have to ask that. <laughs> yeah, once every couple of years. I think uh, there's we'll, a picture we'll, of the we'll, promo we'll, we'll post one here. Maybe. 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 AnimeRoundtable.com? Yep, you got it. Our, our uh, still Tr- to be trust the URL. That, that, that's our, that's your uh, retirement plan right there. I right, guarantee yeah, you in like 20 years, you know. So it'll we'll still be, like, be there. Yeah. It'll still be there. And, and of course, if you want to go old school, because email is old school now. <laughs> in, this, in this day and age anime roundtable at gmail.com it's kind of hard to slide into your emails you know mm-hmm. gotta slide into those DMs this is this is kind of an improvised episode uh, we didn't we didn't hook up the the microphones the elaborate the elaborate set that we usually do yeah, no mixer this. no mixer we just hooked up the Yeti mic that we used during the Fred Shot interview and I'm assuming it's been tested it should be fine oh damn what, okay. if, what if this is not recording well let's see <laughs> <laughs> Should be um, we we put this in the on the directional look. Yes, we did. Okay, okay so <laughs> but now our voice is so omnidirectional. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Once around the table, Mike Nicholas, James Austin, Kevin Ng, and guess who's here? Mohammed Shamarki's finally here I'm after back. a couple months. Uh, we not found him. <laughs> so, where do we start? It's been three months since we've. Uh, taped and this is uh mo's first appearance in like four or five i did notice though um mo is wearing a toque he's uh wearing a toque with the um bell let's talk day logos on it today is bell let's talk day up here in canada 10th anniversary the 10th anniversary what is let's talk day you're you're asking to our non-canadian listeners out there it's an initiative that bell started 10 years ago obviously and it is meant to put a bigger spotlight on mental health issues. We know if, uh, many of us here know people who have who suffer from various mental health issues, depression being the most note uh, the most noteworthy. And Mo works for the Canadian Mental Health Association as a web developer. He is a yeah. He works on their website. Yes. And he was featured in the in this year's commercials. So, so uh, Bell, Bell partnered with a bunch of mental health organizations like Jack.org, and uh, we got chosen. It came down in November, and uh, shot a shot a commercial for the whole day. And uh, you could see me for approximately half a nanosecond, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, we saw the commercial. We'll put it online, and we're not going to tell you where he is in the commercial. You'll just have to find him yourself. Hint, uh, <laughs> hint I'm the first thing you see when you look at my page. On the YouTube, yes. 
So they got and, the best side mode. Don't worry. They got no. They got a good look, and you'll actually look quite professional yeah, and no, more mature I, than I, it's the most mature I've ever seen you. I, look I will say I am wearing makeup in that shot. They put makeup on me. But you looked really mature in that shot. Lighting and stuff, you know, the whole thing. Older. The I HD, mean, the 4K gives that extra oomph. Should now you can't hide it. Nope, can't hide it. Okay. But, but welcome back. Thanks. So and, and and to celebrate, he actually brought Ramune. Drinks. I brought drinks. He brought he brought uh, Ramune sodas. We made it a point to open them before we started taping, so we wouldn't have the adventure of uh, trying to open them unfortunately you're going to hear us put them down on the table in this improvised studio we made today so i gotta ask you mohammed on your personal instagram account you posted you posted the advertisement right and it you did three posts because the video lasted that long right right does bell Donate five cents for each time they do that, or do they only do five cents for one? You know, that's a great question, uh, and I would like to answer that question. You know, with with the answer that would be the right answer for that question, which it's, is, it's seeing as I don't work for Bell, I have no idea what that answer is. <laughs> <laughs> because here's what I've always wondered. Sure. If I felt like it. Mm-hmm. And I've done this once before right. when I felt compelled to one right year. On, right on. I would post random things on my Facebook account and would tag Bell Let's Talk. Ha- hashtag Bell Let's Talk. Yeah, number sign, hashtag whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> we're hashtag one. We're hashtag one. Because I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I'll do my part and make Bell donate like 50 cents or a dollar sure. or however long I can withstand doing that without getting frustrated or bored but i would i would hope that they would actually donate five cents every time so good thing about that is they have a live counter on their website that tells you exactly how many people have done impressions that's what they call impressions across oh, all the social that, media. That, that is cute <laughs> across all the social media i would hope that they would because if they don't that is ridiculous Oh, look at that. 126 million impressions. Multiply mm. that by what? Five, Five cents. cents. Five cents, yeah. Get the calculator out, kids. I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool to see. And I, it's, a, it's a still... Look, go ahead. I was going to say, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nationwide ad campaign. So you saw <clears throat> one and a half seconds of my side face in movie theaters and, you know... Everywhere, it's pretty cool. It was cool, mm-hmm. and it's a good. It's a really well done initiative, a worthwhile initiative. Because, uh, uh, like as I said, I, we know a few people who suffer from some version of mental illness. So, and it's there's a stigma. Oh, hundred percent. There's yeah. a, there's a stigma there. So, any help we can do just to start to start a conversation? Let's talk. There it is, and. Um, the thing is, we're still learning, and even the most em- the most sympathetic of us really don't know how to how to help out too. But I think, as I said, let's t- the con- just start a conversation and then learn along the way. I think that's a good way to start. Absolutely. Okay, so as I said, it's been a couple months. 
A little bit. I, I guess we kind of have to harp on the uh, usual stuff that we have harped on in the last year or since um, the Six Talk era started, since we brought back the show. And that means more Makoto Shinkai talk. But it's the first time Muhammad's been here since TIFF. And we, you two, kind of raved about what he did for you guys to get you to see Makoto Shinkai's uh, North American uh, appearance there and the North American premiere of uh, Weathering With You at TIFF. Right behind him. Right. It's, no, but they cut Tiff out of the interview. It's funny how... We'll, we'll you talk were, about that in a You second. were trying to wrangle us together to do the episode, and then you couldn't make it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's it's true. like, I want to give my impressions. You had two chances. <laughs> you know, it was like two chances. Well, uh, is there anything you want to add to this? A- add to the story um, as we've told it already, or is there something you want to say about it before we really get into the a little bit more of the Shinkai talk? I mean, no. I mean, it, I, I'm just glad that it's being shown publicly now, and not just in the limited run. You know, not a little one, bit more, not just one in two days. It's literally been shown for like what two weeks now, three weeks almost, now. Yeah, I, I, something like that. Yeah. In like yeah. a dozen theaters, it's been like a couple weeks almost. Yeah, yeah and it was their biggest two weeks yeah. release for G Kids uh, of all their films to date. Ah, yes, let's and talk. that's ahead I'm, of uh, Marie the Witch. I, I'm curious. Well, to talk. Of course, let's it would be higher a little than Marianne, which is Flower. Uh, I, let's but talk. The about other it. thing was they had the two day premiere too, and those two days yeah. they were number two in North America, which is crazy for an anime movie to be number two, even though it was Wednesday and Thursday, right? So. I mean, let's talk. I'm curious. Like, let's talk a little more G Kids a bit later on. As noted, the there has been a how do you call it? a limited release? I guess of Weathering with You in North America. It has been shown in about roughly half a dozen theaters in the GTHA, the Greater Toronto and Hamilton area. I like amazing times too, and, and, and mm-hmm. like and lots of good options. Actually, initially, um, it was both the sub and dub version. Now you can't really find the I, dub. You I can't really say, find the which dub, is, which is interesting. Like they've done things where they have the special, and then they do the release, general mm-hmm. release. But they usually have sub and dub. But this time we've seen more of the sub than the dub. For yeah, the general that, release, which, which is interesting. Like the Ghibli movies, we've seen both, and it's like they'd alternate between dub and sub for the showings. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, so I, that's interesting. I mean, looking through the listings myself the day I went to see it, and. We've all seen it. Uh, we've all seen this current run. And it's not like so, they had the they didn't have the dub because the theaters had the dub. They did. You know so, what I mean? And they were showing the same version because Mike was telling me they had the same interview that I saw in the limited run. Okay, well, chances yeah. are more anime fans would be going to see Weathering with You. Whereas Ghibli is definitely more of a mass market appeal. It's why I never. It's why I haven't seen Ponyo in Japanese. Because <laughs> every time they rerun Ponyo, they always play it in English. Oh, you have your chance to. Oh wait, you don't download. <laughs> not, not, not. They'll have a Ghibli we'll, we'll faster at the we'll sub. About, I'm sure. We'll talk about. We'll talk about that a bit. Yeah, later, I'm too. not subscribing to HBO Max just for that. No, no. Yeah. Ghibli yeah. Fest is in the movie theaters where each year they have different Ghibli films they've been showing in theaters. It's so, not, it hasn't been the same since Cineplex took it over. But in any mm-hmm. case, yeah, I think it's G, a G Kids initiative because they do it across North America, they, including with Cineplex. That's what I'm a little. I, I'm kind of impressed with this. So the movie itself. <clears throat> Or okay, first of all, we've all we all have seen it, but we all saw it separately at different points over the last couple weeks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. For reference, I saw it a morning screening at Colossus. So, so did I. Eleven o'clock at Bond. Yes. 
Mm. Look at that. <laughs> Which, uh, what, t- what day? Oh, man. Thursday? Okay, I saw it on uh, Tuesday myself because uh, I had a day off. Uh, it's soaking me. Last week, I went to go see it. Uh, it was the 9.50 yeah. screening. Yeah, nighttime. At the Winston Churchill Theater. Damn. Okay. On Thursday night. And okay. you saw it at Winston Churchill too, didn't you, James? Yeah, I saw it the first the day, the dubbed version, at 10 p.m. So. Mm. And that was still a fairly uh, fair number of people there to see the yeah. dub and stuff like that. It was interesting the reactions we got for, uh, especially um, even the cameos from uh, the previous film, Your Name. Like, oh, everyone that's, was in, there, that's a small spoiler was, right there. No, that doesn't tell you too much. And the thing is, I like didn't he really... does that cameos for own his films and stuff like it's that. First so time I noticed it. Yeah, like but the people thing is, they let you know. Like it's like trust me, you knew when it got there, and it was funny. I think we had it in the TIFF audience, but it wasn't as prominent as when I was in. And maybe it's because we had less people in a small <laughs> no, theater. You know what I mean? I, think... I do, I do. But I, I, I feel like the people who are watching uh, Weather with You now versus people who are watching it at TIFF. I think the people who are watching it now are quasi better anime fans. Yeah, I think, oh. that's what I know. I think you're right. What do you mean by that? No, no. I think the thing is okay. First of all, let's like, let's backtack for a second. You're saying Makoto Shinkai is going to have the same reaction to his film? As no, no, no. I think that's a fair. This might be a fair point because you have like at TIFF you had just general moviegoers. Yeah. Whereas in and during the screenings, I think you had a little bit more diehards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair statement. So I think that I think of that as probably a fair statement. Like I like like when when we saw I saw a premiere with with this guy here, Kevin, and uh the audience there was just into it. Whew. Oh no that yeah, when no, I saw I it, that when yeah, I saw it, yeah, we, yeah, the same so thing. And we saw the dub. When I saw uh, when I saw your name. Oh no not your name. Uh when Premier? I saw no, weathering with you. Oh, weathering. When I saw weathering with you, we're getting we're gonna get all these titles mixed up in the next little bit. <laughs> well, there were so many movies, right? Yes, yeah. isn't that great that there's more movies now? That's that's an interesting thought. As I said, that's, let's, uh, hope for let's the future. To, right? Let's get to that a bit later on. Sure. Like I only saw it with at most half uh, about a dozen people in the theater because it was that yeah. an early yeah. morning. Sure, it, mm-hmm. sure, it would have. And this is the magic of sometimes of going to a movie theater, seeing it with a crowd mm-hmm. who could really get into it. And it sounded like that was the case with you, with you, with uh, James and Kevin when they went to see it in the theaters. I, I think I was in the same boat as you. Like six people were there, mm-hmm. maybe less. Mine was considerably smaller. No, I had quite a few in that one, and then some of the others I went. Like I went to a very late primary screening for the Redux, and that had a lot of people. That was like ten fifteen or something like that, and that was crazy because it had the short before it. And so it confused the hell out of people. You have a 15 minute show and it's like, the movie's over already? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, fair. I, and then we had the movie and then I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember this at all. I went with I went with Mohammed, but it screened too early. I couldn't get out of work that early. Okay. So he, I missed... He, he got just as it ended and the movie was starting when he shut up. It was hilarious. Oh. And we had like crappy seats because I'd forgotten to like... I forgot I was coming. <laughs> no, not, not, not like I mean... <laughs> You wasted all your life on tip when you got us those great seats behind Shinkai. That's what you did. Oh man, it's 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 it's, it's an it's like life. It I knew I was out. going to miss that short anyway, but I'll likely buy the Blu-ray anyway. I'm sure it'll it's be on the Blu-ray. It's, it's it was, that was a that's Promari as far as I'm concerned. I'm surprised they didn't keep showing it. They they should keep showing it. 
Make sure well, they supposedly kept on showing in Japan. Like the Blu-ray is enough for that one. Here. Man, well, he <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing is, uh, what was it? The um, 4DX mm. they were doing in the states for that one, which would have been interesting. And now they're doing Weathering with You 4DX. Yep. Yeah. I don't think they're doing it in Canada, but those would be interesting. Both of those would be interesting in 4DX. Anyway, let's. Uh, I can't watch it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it enough, uh, right now. Well, anyway, well, both actually. Well, but right you'll now. have like the Wait, full. I was going to say villain, You know what I mean? The rain, wind, water. Pr- premiere in like 4DX, like real fire. Come on. Maybe if it happens to be on a Tuesday, I'll think about it. Okay. Well, the thing was, what was interesting to me, and I was looking at tickets here locally, mm-hmm. uh, especially that first night when it uh, when it premiered. Yep. There were a lot of sellouts. I oh, saw quite a lot of sellouts. Because, because everyone assumed that it was going to be just a two-day premiere, right? Mm-hmm. Northern screens were announced, nothing But I thought they release. said a general release after they always said that, so I assumed, okay, they'll probably have the same for Canada. Like, I was happy that, that I'm I had intrigued that chance, few that they later. went beyond a week, that we're in to week two and hopefully maybe another week. But that's the surprise. I thought maybe it'd be one week after the two. I, I remember when the tickets first came out, I remember messaging all you guys going, hey, it's finally out. Get your tickets now. They're going to sell out. And they sold out. So, yeah. <laughs> so, well, what do we want to say about the movie itself without really spoiling anything right now? Good movie. Go watch it. First <laughs> things first, yeah. Would you want to, like, would you recommend it? Yeah, Let's start with that. 100%. Yes. Just don't watch your name right before watching this one. Yeah, don't do that. Watch afterwards. Okay, no, tell me. Can you, do you want to elaborate on that one or not? Because the way the film is structured in terms of how it begins, how it goes through the life of these two characters with the Radwimp song going... Oh, are we talking? Are, are we talking? Are we talking? Your name or weathering? Both. Oh okay. man, it's the exact same thing. The, it's 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 the moment when shit gets real, all the way to the end, the the formula is the same, and that's fine. Yeah, it's a working formula because it works. But would I say it's just as good as your name? Sure. But at the same time, you're thinking. Where have I seen this before? Exactly. And But have you seen a man saved by a Big Mac in a Shinkai film before, Kevin? That's true. Man. No. <laughs> We're talking Big Macs. Cool. McDonald's definitely put some uh, money into that. Well, well some sure. other people in both films. Because <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. Forever 21 was censored. <laughs> McDonald's was not. And Forever 21 just went down. <laughs> Maybe that's why. It's like, <laughs> that is, oh, no, it was strange. Okay, James. They didn't money. James, your thought. <laughs> yes, the, uh, okay, your recommendation. Uh, what would you say about, you know, would you see it? What would you want to say without spoiling anything? It was a Shinkai film. I would say that. It was interesting... Uh, Watching and seeing the interview after we learned a little more than what we'll, we talked about. And we'll talk Tiff, about that in a few seconds. Stuff actually. like that. Yes. And so it was interesting to see uh, where they were coming from, and even from the interview perspective. And there were certain things that you watch the movie, and I know they talk about global warming and all this other stuff, but it's what we've talked about before. It wasn't in my mind about that. It was about that internal choice they the characters had to make and stuff like that. You okay. know what I mean? That's... But that's all I can say. And it was choices, and the choices were throughout the movie. That's yes. all I can say, you know what I mean? My thought is, okay, it's going to be a mix of all of you guys. 
Yes, I would say uh, if you love Shinkai stuff, if you fell in love with Passworks, it's a worth it's worth it's... the watch. But to me, like, how different was it going to be from his past works? Not really. That's the thing. That's the issue I, I'm beginning to have. Like, I mean, Angela kind of said that ten years ago to us after five after five centimeters. This issue has been here since. The, what was it? Children who chase lost voices. Mm. I would say. Okay, I, I would have said uh, five centimeters. See me, the the that's twist. Where it to get the distinction with five centimeters is that. Uh, how do I put it? You know what? I don't know where I was going to go with that, but. You can tell he definitely refined. He keeps refining. He refined. Yeah, like he, voices, refined it really he refined it that from way. voices because mm. it's essentially a better version of voices in a sense. He refined, yeah, every version is a refinement, and have we hit peak, peak Shinkai? I guess we'll talk about you, that You can bit. argue that your name is different from the rest in certain ways, and even with Weathering With You, you can say that uh, it's a, it was a little grittier at moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about more realism in the scenes and everything came a lot more than that's previous. A, that's actually yeah. an interesting point. Actually, I like that point. See, I I would have wanted to see more of the grittier side of Japan and how certain people oh, deal with homelessness, or maybe we could have seen more about what those sky dragons and sky whales and sky fish were, but yeah, they're that, just kind of there. That, that nice. They were the background, yeah, in a way. Mm-hmm. They, like you saw them. The fortune teller in the beginning prophesized the whole movie. Oh, that was well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Because I didn't really catch that the first time around. But oh, you didn't? Because oh. r- right when he becomes employed, more or less, like, uh, he followed he followed the woman to an interview. Oh, yeah. We can't even say that. And sh- and the for- well, whatever. The fortune teller talks about, oh, and he talks about, like, the sunshine girl. Yeah, the sunshine girl. Oh man, are we still gonna I, go I, there I after we? Read... Huh? For reference, I've already made that joke. So in Toronto, <laughs> and remember, you was talking about Sunshine Girl and Boys. Oh, guy. Well, was... People are holding. Holy people shit, are... guy! I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> we were joking about that. The thing is, we had to hold it in. It's like a lot of people cried. It oh boy. It was, but I, yeah, as I said, I I, I recommend it. I I thought it was great, but I'm a sucker for Shinkai movies. The pressure's on for him now. I feel like. Perhaps he feels the need to keep on one-upping himself, and that's, that's okay. not realistic. I think it's okay to try anyway. True. Mm. As an artist. Oh, for sure. But and sometimes I... directors only have, like, one or two or three great movies in them anyway. Yeah. But they... he definitely has... So you think that... definitely has the wave behind him, and he oh. talked about it in the one interview about how with your name... It kind of coincided with a lot of the Ghibli uh, workers and stuff like that being let go as they were scaling down. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he had that wave. And then he said with this film, he had all those other people that were inspired by that and previous things come. And it kind of like propels him and stuff like that. And the people that were in the original voices, like background and all that stuff, were taking that senior role. It's like it's like this group coming together and perfecting and going after it you know what i mean he needs a life-changing event to happen to him like maybe he needs to have a child with his wife or he maybe kids? i thought i thought he had kids does he have kids does he have kids does he have kids but sometimes let's go to wikipedia but that doesn't always but that doesn't always work out if you look at a mamaru oshi's recent output yeah so 
Anyway, that's my thought. The, I think Hosada too, because, because remember? Oh, so I meant I meant I meant Mamoru Hosoda. I thought you were thinking Hosoda. Everyone's everyone's favorite furry director. And his, his daughter. he has a dog. Okay, see ya. Okay. Okay. Who has her own Google search results images of her and a dog. That is hilarious. I'm not sure how <laughs> that I is feel awesome. about that. <laughs> I was gonna say, is she like an actress or something? Like what's going on? She's only nine. No, she's well, that's the thing. At nine there's a degree of awareness already. Something there she has an IMDB page. Oh really? Okay. I get the feeling she's. She might have done it. She's guess probably voice, done. Yeah. She's probably done some sort of six, shock publicity. Six in some different form. movies, roles, TV shows. Okay, all live action. Stuff. There you go. That's oh, all that's we need to know now. So well, why didn't he like promote her or something? Like mention that his kid is in like a whole bunch of stuff. Well, why would he want? Why to? would he? Why would you he know want why? To why would he want to do that? I, I think know. we'll have <laughs> Will and Jaden all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want that? <laughs> wow. Good one. Good one. Okay, so that's... But to be fair, Jaden has made a name for himself since. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, really. I believe you. It's just I don't keep up. That's a problem. We just pretend after Earth doesn't exist. True. After that, Will Smith is golden. Everything he touched is just... <laughs> 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 He's a genius for Come on. <laughs> okay, so... That, I guess that's as much as we'll say on Weathering With You. The other aspect to this, to the screening, and I guess it'll be on the Blu-ray too whenever it comes out. Yes, the interviews. The uh, little, uh, the Makoto Shinkai interview that was shown after the movie. I'm not sure because some of those special things with the theaters have made it on to Blu-rays and some of them I know from G-Kids and other ones haven't, I feel like. You I hope I mean? it. I really The Aniplex ones I saw recently, th those theater uh, bits made it in, which is great because I was watching uh, and Will You Eat My Pancreas and stuff like that, which was very interesting. Will You Eat My Pancreas? Oh, I, ha I have the uh, I have the light novel yeah, over there. Oh, yeah. And I, I've, I know the upshot of it. That's why I bought it. And uh, on, the on the and just quickly on the topic of light novels, I know there's a light novel based on this movie, mm -hmm. and I wish I had it, but I guess I'll get it at some other point. It was just a very quick release because they kind of said, "Oh, it's coming on December," mm -hmm. and that's what happened. But the it's interesting version, yes. with everyone, and it seems Makoto Shinkai did that as well. He, he, it like, he, he, and he, he did it with his previous uh, movies it, and stuff like oh, that, yeah, which is interesting. A, a lot, you know what I mean? A lot of the his previous movies have had a light novel. Adapt adaptation. Oh, yeah. That he yes. kind of works on massages. Probably mm -hmm. similar, but different to the script. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. probably more for readability. Sometimes, yeah, the five centimeters manga mm -hmm. it goes more in depth with the mm -hmm. third arc. Mm -hmm. There was one I just got recently. It was from Kodansha. Like, it's five centimeters uh, light novel stories and stuff like that. And it looks at different aspects, I guess, of the movie and stuff like that. I forget what they call it. I think I, five I may have it. We'll see. Anyway, I, I've, anyway I've, I've brought that up, but the interview came up, and it was like a 10-minute piece after the movie. Roughly 10 minutes, I think? Yep. And they did tell you before, please stay after the oh, film. No. It's and, interesting because some people do get up and leave before. Which is better, you know than, what I mean? which is better than what they did for, for, for premiere with the, with the after movie stuff for that. Well, well, that well no, okay, they still but... had the after movie stuff. It's just they put that short at the beginning, which was very confusing to some people. Right. Even confusing to people who had already seen it. it because sense. we're like... No, it does, it does make sense because it was more of um, 
a prologue than anything else. So it wouldn't make more sense to put it at the beginning. But well, I was kind of like, what is this? And then it kind of dawns really? on you. And like, like, mm-hmm. Anybody who's seen a Pokemon movie in theaters would know they usually play the, the short Pikachu film right before the actual movie. True, true. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, never know. True. They were promoting as like an extra, right? So you never know. They might have just said, ah, well, for I thought it okay. might have been like the, the pilot to TV show or something. Are they really going to charge you $14 for a 15-minute movie? Come on, guys. Probably not. But anyway, it well, was one, could, one can dream, right? Can dream. Well, Cineplex can certainly do. No, dream. not me. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, Cineplex now. Right? Cineplex is owned by some British company now, so I don't know if they might. They oh might yeah, be. that's another story altogether. But I'll say one thing as well. In that interview, Shinkai knows he has to change it up. He's he admitted that in the interview. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how Rimraps uh, actually came into the picture and stuff like that more than what we learned at Tim. That was stuff like that, which was yes. interesting. And the discussion is we're saying. Oh yeah, that's of, let, um, let's let, let's go with that. Yeah, like there are a bunch of points that stuck out to me. I think I, I have at least five things that stuck out to me. You talked about Ghibli animators. Yeah, no, how they how the comics. staff kind of developed over time, which is something we didn't hear as much about in Tiff mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Was, there was a lot of interesting things. I guess there was nothing interesting at Tiff because we didn't see any Tiff. I looked at where they got all the footage. The other interesting point was for the cameos. He said that where when that happened, it was right before they reunited at the end of your Wait, movie. I Basically, thought that was a spoiler there. You can't be sick. Oh, it's not about the actual story. Spoiler. We're talking about... Well, we're no, not no, the previous... If you haven't watched it by now, like, come on. Basically, it's only, it's only basically yeah, the, the timeline mm. takes place... The timeline of Weathering With You takes place in the middle of... Let's say in the middle of the Your Name story. Mm-hmm. Good enough? Sure. Okay. Ghibli animators going to comic, uh, going to comics. I guess it's comics, the production company. And I guess that's also the um, economic, the way the economics have gone in the last little while. The thing that uh, that ta- uh, that caught, also caught me was he really focused on how big your, and I guess rightfully, your name was the work. He considers, I think he considers that his masterpiece because it sounds like he makes constant references to how much your name has changed. That's his current magnum opus. That, that's part, that's a good mm, way to put it. Yeah. Even though, even even though, though he's I, had a lot of like, works that I personally enjoy. Even though I still think Five Centimeters is the better film. I think... I, I, can, I can... You can make that argument. It's just... I, I'm not totally sure... Like, as I said, we talked about refining, refining, refining. That's sort of what happened. And that's the difference I see between 5CM and your name. The other but thing, the thing the is, execution's said, different for your name. In a sense. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one work. Whereas five centimeters, you have three separate chapters. In the way it was structured, a lot of movie audiences, I don't think, go for that as much. You know what I mean? Where they have those three separate kind of episodes, is instead of a free flowing story throughout. You know what I mean? That they can go through and follow. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, it was more of a case of okay, this is where he solidified his style. Five CM was where he solidified the style. And then that's where the refining happens. But Shinkai seems to focus like more on your name being that moment in terms of maybe not necessarily solidifying his style, but solidifying his presence, his presence mainstream wise. I also this is a this is a critique where I got tired of the buildup of and then our story began or and this is what we did that day and then just launches into a, a fucking Radwim song. <laughs> oh, that was great. Okay, it, was a, okay, it was not always a Radwim song, but the way that they do that and they just played the whole song while they 
ran around and did stuff. Like, I got tired of that. True. Yeah. Oh. I thought you were going to say the other I, I, thing is the Shinkai moment. That, like, like, you're that, hoping that, for that, a rack- new way to end it's, the movie. It's sort of... Like that, actually, now that you bring it up, it's sort of, to me, like, the... It's almost becoming obligatory to have a Radwimps montage of some sort. It's kind of like... The Louis it's Mark. kind of it's kind of like in the '90s, every romance movie had a Celine Dion song. Like one or two of those are fine. Don't have five. Oh, that but is, it's weird it's because he only collaborated with them one movie ago. Think about it. And that. now they're best friends. No, that, <laughs> actually, that is a fair point. He, that, as much as we like to joke about that, because that came up in the interview too. The I, and I forgot the lead singer singer's name, but. You know, Shinkai talks about giving him the scripts, scripts and stuff and like that, and, and then he sent back songs. Song. And, and then, then he, he turned got... out two songs right, right yes. off the bat. Yes, and and then basically, basically, those two songs told Shinkai, "Yes, this is worth making." Yeah, it ignited his creativity. Yes. It, it feels like, you and know then I mean? and then he said at the end of it, Rad, there was no for like basically the music was finished before the movie itself was done. They had made all the the music. The entire soundtrack was... They, they added no other music after for, uh, to the movie. All the music was done before the movie itself, basically. Mm, not mm, so many words. Mm. And this this is a weird... like I wouldn't say weird, but it, it certainly has your has your attention that Radwimps seemingly has that type of influence Sound. now. Yeah. Or it can certainly... Um, it, like Music's a thing. <laughs> music, music is yeah. that's that's saying the obvious. It's just this is this is another level to me, as as, as I as I could tell. Mm-hmm. And and maybe and as I said, this is a short. Uh, we don't intend to be too long tonight. And maybe this is worth elaborating on at another at another point when we talk Shinkai again, which could be next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but but when we talk about or when we have another larger talk about music. About soundtracks and stuff. It's just it caught my attention how much Shinkai brought up Ratwits in their involvement in this, mm-hmm. and that's and they're like crucial to the movie. Yeah, they and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just weird. Remember in the Promari um thing uh, in the Promari interview, they kind of talked about Hir- Hiroyuki Sawano who composed the and music they talked about them using and how it pumped them up, yeah, and kept them going. And it was I mean, interesting. This There's was some interesting player it, roles in that interview where you hear that it's like both the music and saying, "I want to listen to this." While I'm actually making, he was like, "That's not normally the case." No, yeah, but the, like I mean, like Sawano and Radwimps, they have they had their influences in the, in those respective works. It's just that the Radwimps one just sticks out to me as a little interesting. I wouldn't say odd or anything like that, because you know, art is always odd in some form. There's always a, a certain oddity when it comes to those things. But this just caught my obviously, it caught my attention, and obviously caught the editors uh, the editors' attention when in, in show, deciding to show what pieces of this interview to show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they want like it isn't just the voice of the people being interviewed, like the mm-hmm. way this the, when we see these interview clips, it's also the voice of the people who edited it, right? Yeah, like they, they it was interesting see, that they put together some different they things want through you to the see different uh, festival circuit mm-hmm. that they had done before yeah, and stuff so like that. Whereas the other it, one was a sit-down interview yeah. that they had produced. It was interesting the two different methods they mm-hmm. used for both of them. And it's too bad they didn't get nominated for anything because they've been promoting the oh, heck out of their movies. Oh, they promoted yeah. that. They promoted the uh, Princess 
um, was, was, Twi- was TIFF their qualifying screening? I don't... Well, no, because remember, no. they have to show it in LA, LA County yeah. for a certain amount of time and stuff like that, they, so that's they, what qualifies. And that's why. But they started with TIFF because that's where a lot of the Oscar movies now are starting out to get yeah, that buzz and stuff like that with the voters, so it's about the voters. Well, that's, that's Japan's fault then. How so? Because I'm sure G-Kids... If they had any opportunity to play that in December, they would have to they, get it nominated. Pretty sure they did. I mean, they, 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 they must have. They did do the qualifying swing I mean, in I LA think, and stuff like that. But did they actually? Because they I, have to actually do a qualifying they, 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 they may not have done the qualifying swing. No, no, it's, it's in the rules. They have to. It's like, no, I mean, they may, they may not have done it. They may, they may not have even screened it before January, which then means it can't count for. That's last true. year, and then it it's could true. count for this, like the next year. Mm. Okay. Okay. Oscars is very disappointing this year. Because yeah. if well, hashtag if, Oscars so blank, right? It's over. Because if G Kids wanted to put it out early, they they would have loved to put it out. What about the Golden Globes, Mo? Did you okay. enjoy our British friend? Oh man, he should host, host everything. Why doesn't he just host everything? He should just host. All of everything. He's become, he's become this he's generation. Like, I just don't he's care. This exactly. ge- I just don't he's, care. He's drinking. I'm drinking my pint here. I just don't care. Is it, I don't it, care. Just quickly, has Ricky Gervais be, sort of become this generation's Billy Crystal? Because I remember... Because... Yeah. Oh, you you make that joke. He should host every show. That's he a li- that's also a line from The Simpsons. He, he, Billy, so he used to host a ton of stuff back in the day. Wow, that's so true. Like it's, it's sort of like it's sort of like though. it's sort of like uh, The Simpsons reference, right? If Joker wins, I will be pissed <gasps> off. Dude, if Joker wins. LA's gonna burn, guaranteed, hundred percent. It's just gonna ignite I, into I fire. See, <laughs> I have to see it still. Okay, you haven't seen it yet, man. Not yet. Okay. okay, so I'm not. I, I don't want to spend money on that film. Let's. Let, okay, I'll end off the whole. Let me end it off uh, the Shinkai notes, and I guess the almost the episode. Two other thing uh, on on. Let me just look uh, look at my notes one more time. Oh, okay. Technical note. Uh, a technical <clears throat> note brought up in the interview, and then an almost <clears throat> philosophical note, but which kind of comes back to Radwimps again. Guess everything seems to come back to Radwimps. The technical note was on rain. The depiction of rain, because that oh, was so amazingly detailed. Like that, yeah. Amazingly de- amazing detail with the use of rain, which went against everything. Or at least what I, or at that, uh, to this point, hold dear about the depiction of things like uh, certain weather in anime. Because remember, there used to be one of the beauties of certain of uh, one of the great beauties of anime was it tried to be kind of minimalist in the depiction of say something like wind. You don't try and see uh, say a wind in a grass field instead of seeing trying to see. Um, going into every minute detail of scene, every blade of grass flying by, you just see a ripple across the field. But he hadn't done that before because Garden with Words had rain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he definitely took it to another oh, level. Oh, he took As it to he another level. In, they and talk about the fight and showing and all the different aspects here you have, the rain. Yeah. And you're, you see that and then you think back to what you saw and you're like, wow, yeah, there's a lot, detail. Detail no, this is a lot more detail than I actually saw originally because you don't think about it, right? And, like, and Shinkai goes completely opposite of that, especially with something like Rain. Especially with something like Rain, because you get, you, right, like I said, showed every drop, showed the reflection of every drop. Okay. The puddles showed, every ref, showed the reflections and he talked about how technically hard it's, how technically demanding it is to do Rain because of like for various reasons, and I was really impressed with the way he talked about that. 
that's that's a technical one but it also now leads me to a philo- the philosophical part which is in many ways i mean soon yeah <laughs> in many ways he started to address the comparisons with miyazaki for the first and i think i i don't recall how many times he's like him really talking in detail about the comparison but the, he sort of did it was the first time i could recall him talking about it for more than a few minutes Remember, I remember the example I just made about a ripple in a field. Uh-huh. I sort of got that mm-hmm. from a Studio Ghibli film. Mm. I can see it. And then you get Makoto Shinkai, who does every little raindrop. And then talked about you know his stylistic differences with Miyazaki, the use of more use of rock music instead of orchestra type music, and coming back to Radwimps. But he, he is trying to, and I, I respected that. It's just, like, like I, I know, I get it. He's, to, to make the comparison, calling him the next Miyazaki is a, probably unfair. And I think you, do, you have to set your own, you have to set your own pace, your own path. And I thought the way he addressed it was, I thought, well, set, well done. And it just caught my, that was something that caught my attention when he, when he, um, talked about it in that sense just me i guess what the hell do i know right (laughs) well he did force miyazaki out of retirement again (laughs) i have to see that documentary the the four-part nhk documentary if that's still there 10 years with miyazaki or something i don't know if that's still there i should check and now he has no studio to help him he has to do his new movie he has to do the bulk of that movie on his own oh yeah because Comics has him. Because he can't, he can't have some. He can't have that young whippersnapper upstart him. <laughs> the thing, that's the interesting part. Well, okay, let's let's okay, but let's end off on this. Like, let's end off with a with that. Like, do you think Miyazaki is a grumpy character, uh, a grumpy old man? Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen the documentary, yeah. and I, th- I get the feeling the that. Have yeah. you seen it? Have you seen the There's documentary? There's a few documentaries. Like, there was this... were at least one, too. Yeah, the, like the, the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. And there's another one on Blu-ray with him and stuff like that. Like, there was a, there was a documentary a on NHK that aired the over the Facebook last year. There releases as well that he wrote, which is, kind of gives you very also, much insight uh, into him. Well, also, after Kaguya came out, he's like, well, shit. That was definitely better than my last film, so I also have to make another film now. Yes, it is still there. Ten years with Hayao Miyazaki is still on the NHK World website. We got about a guy who actually spent that, like, documented him over that period around I think the time Ponyo came out. But um, maybe that'll that I should watch that because I'm and just poor curious. Goro. Like, oh my gosh, feel bad for the man. <laughs> His son. Okay, but I thought, you know, there's that was just the last thing that stuck out from that interview. I, I want to watch it again. And I really do hope that's included as an Easter egg in the Blu-ray. Okay, so that's as much as I want to talk about it in terms of Ghibli. And we're at the 43-minute mark. I don't think we can go too much longer. Um, oh, well, that's up to you, really. Oh, yes, <laughs> but uh, I don't think... I probably wouldn't Time be. is just a relative thing. Come on, Oh, yeah, guys. it is. Okay. I miss those like two-hour podcasts. Uh, three hour, we don't want to get there. We don't want to get there. See, I have manga machinations for my three-hour podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> not that's not even a slight on them. Like I actually like 
revel listening to podcasts for that long. Well, my pod... Okay. Nice drive, right? Nice drive. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk about my current podcast of choice just later on. Okay, so let's talk uh, G-Kids. Because G-Kids have been really out there these days. At least putting stuff in theaters. With theaters becoming... I don't know. There's issues with them, obviously. With the net, uh, I'm thinking the Netflix effect or any possible Netflix and streaming effects. But they definitely, like, once they picked up the Ghibli library and stuff like that, if you want to say that, because they had the last few, and then I guess they built up the relationship that they could have that catalog and start doing the showings that way and were able well, to get yeah. that yeah, cachet that they've now gotten yeah, some different uh, films and that. They have all of them except for the one. Because this, Great they got the Promary, they got uh, Weathering With You and that, and that's going to be a good release for them uh, this year for both of those. Yeah. And they're still got, and they were, I forget what they were promoting at Weathering With You. It was another oh, one it was coming a, in yes, February. It was, it was like a server. It was, uh, yeah, wave, which is from. It's Ride Your Wave. Ride Your Wave. Which is from the producers of um, The Nice Young Walk On Girl or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Blue which, Over the Wall. I want to see. Zume, I want to see. Well, yes. Yes. I want to see Walk On Girl, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I missed I, out on that I one. really want to see that. To Tommy Galaxy. I should, have, I should have asked you to... I should have put that in the order. Oh, by the way, thank you. I think they have um, a novel for that, too. So yeah. in, my right, in my right hand is a copy of the Kimigori Orange Road OAVs on Blu-ray. Thanks, Kevin, for getting that for me. You're welcome. Um, checks in the mail. Oh, checks already... Uh, cash is already in the wallet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. Even better than the cash we usually pay with, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> But it's all in one color. So, <laughs> there's... So yeah, G-Kids is just... They, they're distributing... Like, just getting into theaters. We're seeing a lot more. Like, and I, I think, think that, that might be a highlight for me, what, what comes out from the 2019. And their story was... They started off with, was it, the New York uh, Children's Film Festival and stuff like that, doing animation and promoting it and stuff like that. Then they started getting some of their movies and they were into the more art houses. Like they got stuff into Tiff Lightbox and stuff like that. Because I remember watching Ocean Waves. That's how it came mm-hmm. out. Was you could only see it through there. That was, that was how great. it finally now, came out. I and, now, still, and now we're like, finally seeing these still, other films. That's still, the uh, to me, uh, the hidden gem. But thinking uh, about G-Kids, another me. one, and still we were talking film. about Kevin, mm-hmm. is... Uh, so Millennium Actress is on that, but they already announced Tokyo Godfathers is screening in March, so that'll be great, and that'll finally be out on Blu-ray. And I already sold my DVD for it once I heard that announcement. Now we just need to figure out something for Paranoia Agent. I don't know. Cool. But... Well, it's going to force me to sell my Paranoia Agent DVD. Well, I don't know who's going to get that, but yeah, it's... Yeah, I think that'll be a bit of a different one. Actually, thinking of crazy things, did you okay. hear about Rosa Versailles finally coming out and stuff like that from Udon? Yeah. yeah. And the crazy expensive hardbacks? Yeah. Took them all okay, enough. Mo, okay, Mo, you want to say something? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm enjoying this back and forth. It's like a tennis match. Well, it's fine because they <laughs> it's, announced it's it funny. so long ago. And they said the reason that they did the way they did is they wanted to get all the translation done approved and in a certain way then release it but yeah. they still delayed it it's which because, is funny it's because Ryoko Ikeda is a pain in the ass to deal with but I remember that's you're why. looking forward to it now it's like no nah, I don't want to get this expensive but. like two of the most like two two authors that are a pain to deal with I hear are Naoko Takeuchi oh, and awesome. Ryoko Ikeda <laughs> the two two uh, the some of the great two noteworthy um, titles mm-hmm. Sailor Moon and Rosa Versailles and it's funny how 
right when the manga is about to come out, the anime now goes out of print because that license only lasted so long. Mm-hmm. Right stuff doesn't have the license to it anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, Rose of Versailles. Mm-hmm. That got fire sale sailed. Um, yeah, they lost that, and they lost Maria, and Maria is now with uh, Sentai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. This goes on and but on. it's this interesting goes on we're on. talking because it's like thinking of right stuff. I finally got my Aria Kickstarter stuff like that, and it's looking good. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. It and just took a long time to get to us international backers. Those, that's all. Gonna I, sell those old DVDs pennies on the dollar. In my I case, sold, <laughs> I sold mine. I sold mine like years ago, but. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Tokyo Pop is putting Area out again. No, I am supporting, and this time it's actually going to finish. We have the solicitations for the final volume. <laughs> it's going to happen this time. Going to happen, guaranteed. <laughs> I will pay you money. I guarantee you because right. I got those the last only, two. See, it's the only other manga that's been like relicensed and re-released this much or this often is probably Crayon Shin Chan. Probably that. But the funnier thing about Ari and stuff like that is they had that announcement I think it was either San Diego Comic Con or um, Anime Expo last year with Stu Levy and that and so this version they're putting out is a special edition that Omnibus that they put out in Japan stuff like that mm-hmm. Aria the masterpiece so it's looking great everything and they announced oh on top of this we're going to have a special edition and you're like what the fuck this is already the special edition of Aria and Omnibus that you're releasing so how can you get even more special because I did love Aria I watched almost all of the anime for that but yeah I know that's still available for which the manga yeah the manga is coming out but yeah you can still easily get these new ones and it's quite good stuff like that everything is okay 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 well now I know what uh, you two are looking forward to. But I would wait for a sale if you want to pay in Canadian dollars. Yeah. Right? So, and so the last <laughs> volume is probably going to be out. Number seven is going to be out in September. And basically it's like you have Aqua is volume one. So that's yeah. two volumes in that. And then six volumes times two of Aria. So that's yeah. the 12 volumes right there. And they have color pages and all sorts of things that weren't there before. So okay. it is quite nice going through it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm also uh, looking forward to that Maisoni Koku manga re-release. Oh, yeah. Which never thought that would ever happen. But well, they it is were actually doing decided, uh, Ursa Yetsura or whatever. And the pressure's on for me to sell my copies of the original uh, unflipped release of the manga. Well, actually, you know what? That makes me think I got to sell my one copy, the flipped version of Walking Man, because I ended up getting the new version, which I found out I got the is fl- the original orientation. You got color pages, you got extra stories, and you got color Wait, pages. Is that is that like one of those like Ryokichi Ryo Ikigami releases? No, 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 or? no. That's um, Jiro uh, Tenagachi. Oh, Jiro Tenaguchi oh, okay. or whatever. Oh, and it's crazy that they haven't done a fl- the proper version orientation with the um, sound effects, which there aren't many of yeah, in the original Japanese. Like, I still refuse to read Blade of the Immortal until they finally unflip that. God knows when that'll ever happen. Well, I decided to get the omnibus of that because I did enjoy it, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. But it's weird. They're going through Berserk and Helsing again with a crazy premium release on those ones. Well, because... But apparently with Berserk, they didn't go back and retouch any of that stuff. It's just the same release. I hmm. think actually there was a bit of retouching. You actually have translated sound effects, and hopefully for that Helsing, they'll actually translate the sound effects because they, they were in that thing. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Ah, technical stuff, right? The technical oh, and manga stuff. So- I'm so not keeping up. <laughs> I, I mean, the best I can say in terms of Mason and Koku is I have the flipped version. 
Oh, geez. anybody interested? Those. I have those. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Uh, I have a buddy that he actually found like multiple copies of the old Flip Battle Angel Alita, and those apparently he sold those for a pretty penny. I can. Hey, I have the whole series. I have the whole Maison Cuckoo. Anyone interested? Sweet, they'll release a movie about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yes, I do have the the second release too. Yeah. So, which you, I know you're agonizing over. So that's a uh, almost it, I suppose. I mean, we're just getting, we're just, we're just, we just. This is the idea behind doing this episode was just to get ourselves talking again, get our feet wet, get our feet wet. Uh, I thought it was to get Mo into the studio because we found him after all this time. Yeah, that, that helped too. But 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 the thing is, we didn't assemble it properly. We just have the 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 single uh, Yeti mic that we used for the Fred Shot interview. And on that note, um, Fred's probably not going to be listening to this. Why not? Uh, why would he? Really, nobody listens to this. But uh, best wishes. For you people to... out there who are listening, please tweet at us <laughs> at, our at Anime Roundtable. Uh, back in November, we found out Fred Shot got into a motorcycle accident and oh. broke a couple ribs. Oh no! He's fine. He survived. He's happy to be alive. Uh, having uh, briefly messaged him not too long after. But I thought we'd uh, send our best wishes. Hope he's uh, recovering well enough. He's put up a couple, um, on his Facebook at least, I know he's put up a couple of interesting articles. Uh, the one that caught my attention was a retrospective as to why ebooks haven't done as well as people thought. He, uh, the last decade was referred to as the decade of the ebook, and there was this long article that he put up. That explained what the hell people, happened. People buy ebooks. I do some, sometimes still. Yeah, I do. I admit I do, and, I, and we we talked about it during the interview a little bit, if you remember, uh, James. A and in bit. the yeah, and in the manga sphere, it's like especially Kodansha Advance, which is now Kodansha Advance, Kodansha USA, and Vertical are now one company. Yeah, they, they're stuff like holding that. Vertical into it. But all those longer now. releases that it's like, oh, we can't release this because of costs and all that. Okay, we'll make an audience. Still too intensive because 20 volumes or 10 volumes or whatever. So now it's like they've been put to the digital sphere, as they say, because that's how they saved uh, Domestic Girlfriend and Space Brothers and other ones. The Drops mm. of God. Yeah. Yep. And all those canceled Delray manga from Sisters Gun, Kodage, uh, sorry, uh, Nodame Kataban. And School Rumble, yeah. So that, Super uh, awesome. It's why Chaifer is even coming out now. Yeah, but that's a, it was a, I thought an interesting read and maybe I'll, and for sure I'll, if I find it again, I'll put it up uh, maybe in the links. Show notes, yeah. In the show yeah, notes, yeah. of course. You know, the, in, we do have show notes, guys, you know. Yeah, uh, a few, a few notes. <laughs> Still got a lot of work to do, but uh, as I said, it's been good to be back after three, uh, to do something after three months, and hopefully we'll be a little bit more extensive this year <laughs> in the lead up to, uh, to the stuff that happens later this year, like Anime North. But it's just, uh, well, good to get, uh, good to be off and running again. Yeah. Yeah, albeit in the uh, makeshift format, right? Just want to see what it would be like to do an episode. Well, as I said, I was just too lazy to put up the board. And <laughs> I thought we mics. wanted to start the decade on the right foot. That's why we were True. waiting. Well, we have, to be, we have to start the decade. Well, part of the change is also being a bit nimble, too. We, we experimented with the Yeti mic for that special. We're, and as I said, we're just doing it for now because for lack of doing anything else right now. Because we haven't done anything. It was just. Well, there hasn't really been anything. Yeah, that that too. 
Raymo? No. <laughs> Tell me what you're looking up later. Oh, well, it's for... too big of a star now for us. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah. one I mean, nanosecond of fame. Wonder Man, nanosecond. Man, it went straight to my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, yeah, it looked really mature in that. Must have been the makeup. And because I don't think we'll do another podcast before Ride Your Wave comes out, it's February 19th. Okay. In Canada. I think it's the 14th in the U.S. Okay. The, um, the follow-up to uh, from the producers of The Night is Young Walk On Girl. Yes. Uh, Masaki Yuasa is finally getting the recognition he deserves, and this will be his newest thing. So give it a shot. Hopefully, the, hopefully there'll be some lists. Hopefully there'll be listings that, well, more than one theater in the GTA, well, and more than and more than and more and maybe at least it'll a be week the run. same suspects. Yeah, exactly. yeah. the same suspects <laughs> of theaters that Winston, they always do. Winston and Young done this for those in the. If you look if at a lucky lot font, of the yeah. events for anime are at basically crossed, the right? same theaters yeah, across yeah, Canada. Yeah, yeah, and it's because yeah. they know, okay, these theaters have this space and we can get enough people. Like Winston Churchill for us is probably getting a lot of people from Niagara and Hamilton because that's the furthest for west us, it looks like. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yes. But I think they did they was there any uh, showings of weathering with you in, in Hamilton? Uh, I, I couldn't so. see the there might yeah, they might, they might no, no. Oh, there was in the, Niagara. There was a Niagara, they like were, a Niagara oh, Square. Okay. Yeah, they might have expanded when the Square. general um, screens so went on. If, if okay. you live in Niagara and you want to see, you have to go all the way to Winston Churchill. Well, yeah, they, they, for some not, of the smaller screens, but most of the but uh, but I, I think Weathering with You was a, was in uh, at a Cineplex in Niagara. Yeah, Weathering so, had a more general release yeah, compared to other theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's possible and uh, worth a check out if you have the time. If you live in Barrie and Guelph, and sure, Toronto, good places. I don't think they're bad places. No, absolutely not. So it was a lot more than when we went to see The Irishman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was an experience seeing that in the theater. And I went to one. Isn't that movie... Wait, like, how long was that movie? Six and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> was it three hours long? I think Six and a half years. It was, it was like... Six no, I think it was years. just over three hours when we sat through it and all that. And it was like at a Cinestar, so it was like in this basement, uh, gritty basement oh, the movie theater like, at Central, Saga, right? yeah, in yeah. Central Parkway. That was nice. Because <laughs> they started out in Tiff like box and then they said, okay, we'll give it to whatever small theaters. So, yeah. But it was an interesting experience. We're about an hour, hour in now. That's 15 minutes later than I intended. <laughs> so um, let's call it a round table, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, we know okay. how we usually go, right, Mike? Yeah, We yeah. aim low, go high. We aim low, go high. <laughs> Hopefully, um, hopefully the next time we talk isn't uh, um, more than a month from now. So hopefully we'll be able to talk again sometime in um, February. We hope so too, Mike. How, how, yes. How, how about this? We'll, we'll reconvene before the Blue Jays play again. That's a good. That's a that's a good bar. That's a. And, then if, you, and if you don't know when the Blue Jays play again, well then you got some homework. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk then. We'll talk then too. Okay. Are you uh, saying spring training or regular season? Regular season. <laughs> <laughs> Play ball. (laughs) Anyway, that's it. Good night from Toronto.